Coach, it was a struggle from the start. That second half, though, got out of control. Can you pinpoint what took place and what the problem was? Yeah, no, we, we got our butts whipped. That was not even close. We just beat ourselves. Well, I had a lot of mistakes on my behalf. It sucks. Losing sucks, and uh, we got we to gotta get over that. You know I mean, it's frustrating when you know it, you know, watching film that you're the better team and you don't come up with a win. Oh, I hate losing. I really do. We had a chance, and uh, we got to learn from it and make an adjustment. Look at the film and uh, get better. And it stings. Um, but trying to tell the guys in there, you know, this is this is life. It can't define you. I've never known a man worth the salt who deep down in his heart didn't appreciate the grind. But this is the win. Spence, here we are again, dear friend. Here we are again. Tag team, back again. Oh, I, we, I think we've done that before. I think we have. Is there another, like, there's got to be another song on Snake. There's got to be. We're back again. We're, should we write? We should write one. We could do. Yeah. Back Probably again. Probably not now. Okay. But. I was trying. No, but for future, we will. <laughs> what? And what is being back me? What is what is this program? Oh, this? Mm-hmm. The Eternal Warrior Podcast. Aha. The Eternal Warrior Podcast. Helping young people in their quest for self-mastery, sharing stories from the battlefront in the war against Satan and pornography. Mm-hmm. Wes. Wes. It's okay. <laughs> Starting off hot. Yeah. My voice. Why? I did just get my second vaccine, so maybe... It's like a little cold, like a little like coldish stuff. It could be in my f- little phlegm. It could be the fact that we have three awesome teenage warriors here that maybe their teenageness is bringing mm-hmm. out our our past teenageness, <laughs> <laughs> including the adventures of changing voices. It could, it could be. But these guys are all strong, strong male, baritone, correct? If not bass, oh, great strength, great strength. Um, and we, we can't wait to, to get to our our contingency here from the Stansbury group here in just a second. Um, but let's recap some of the things that we discussed last week, or that you discussed I know. in my absence. Missed with, you. Big I, time. I missed you guys. Did you? Yeah. As I was listening, I was like, Moab's got nothing on this. What was I doing? Right. Not even worth it. That's the thing. Yeah. Now you've learned your lesson. Mm-hmm. And I will never, don't, I will never hike again. Just don't do it again. I will not do it. You will not hike Hmm. Uh-uh. Good. You not learned, not like when you... <laughs> recording's on the line. No way, Jose. Oh, last week was so uh, it was so um, amazing. Maurice Harker. I mean, if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, you have to. I 
I exhort you to do so. Um, it just answers so many questions that we have when we're dealing with pornography addiction, yep. right? Is it addiction? Is it not? What does that even mean? Well, and, and I'm happy to bring that up because Maurice, what I really appreciated about the conversation is he, he laid it out really objectively yes. and said, look, not everybody is as susceptible to addiction as other people. Correct. But to say that pornography isn't addictive is like saying that alcohol isn't addictive if the person that you're talking to just happens to not be susceptible to alcoholic addiction, right? Correct. And there's a lot of, you, you talked about the post that uh, your wife saw mm-hmm. on Instagram about, you know, there's kind of a debate regarding, um, re- regarding like the, the addict, addictivity of pornography uh, yeah, as like, its own drug yep. in the mental health community. Yep. And I think that Maurice gave really good data and information just saying, you be the judge. You tell me if it's if it's addictive and if you are addicted. Yeah. yeah. I One of my favorite things that he said, he's like, no scientist, when he was talking about advertising, he's like, no scientist would disagree with the fact that they're using sex to manipulate behavior. Uh-huh. Right? It's like, which does go to show that it's a powerful, like, it can persuade one to change their behavior Mm -hmm. sex right pornography it's a powerful yeah anyways i just but to your point being objective at being science Mm -hmm. he's amazing i like how we walked through those four different levels of of user there's um one was the almost nevers yep two is the Two is casual the, drinkers, yeah, I think. The casual drinkers. Three is compulsives, mm-hmm. and then the past, past four, four was was former addict, former addict. Yeah, um, really cool. Listen to that and see where you fall in that spectrum. And regardless of where you fall, you know you're going to learn something about yourself and how to keep you and, and those around you safe uh, moving forward. So, go ahead, give it a listen. You won't regret it. Right now. Do it right now. Pause. Also, in this pause. Yeah. Leave us a review. Yeah. Do it. Yes, while you're listening to Maurice, just give us a little review. Do it. When, when, when it prompts you to leave a review, or if it doesn't prompt you, you can say review podcast. Yes. And select the most right star. You should. Five of five. <laughs> and if you want to leave a review, you can do. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Is that, should that be part of our song that be. we're going to write? Leave a review. You can do. Uh, Is that what you said? That's yep. It was something like we'll that. We'll read back the transcript. <laughs> yep. So do that. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, thanks for, for reaching out to us at podcast at lifechangingservices.org. Um, we're trying to collect some more of those uh, thoughts from you guys, concerns, uh, to do another mailbag episode in the future. So uh, please help us get content for that. Mm-hmm. We want to address it. Um, mail bag. <laughs> we'll put it's coming. It's coming. It's coming your way. Cool. Okay, Cody. Uh huh. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Hello, Eternal Warrior Podcast fans. Cody Haas here. So grateful for spending West being mentors to so many. If you're listening to this, you may be going through some unexpected pain. I have spent a couple of decades helping people overcome such hardship, and would love to be of service to you. From a 10-minute free chat to a full assessment, you can call 385-519-6089 to set that up. That's 385-519-6089. 
Whatever it is, you're amazing. And of course, you got this. Cody Haas. Man. Gracias. Legend. Leyenda. Así se dice en español. That's how you say it in Spanish. That's how they say it in Spain. (laughs) What song is that one? I think it's one of the primary birthday songs. Oh, yeah. Feliz cumpleaños. That's That's how how they they say say it in Spain Spain and all the other Spanish-speaking countries. (laughs) Which they left out. Yeah. We got to introduce these homies. Do it. These dudes. These dogs. Um, These wolves. These wolverines. These stallions. Oh, oh yeah, there it is. That's the one. These stallions. Yeah, we we had. One. If you haven't listened yet to our Stansberry Seminary episode, you uh-huh. should do that as well. It's called a Q and A. I think it was only about three episodes ago. Yeah, Q and A roundtable with uh-huh. Stansberry Seminary. Mm-hmm. That's how we met these young stallions. Mm-hmm. What do we got in the house today, Spenny B? We got Reed. Mm. Welcome, Reed. Howdy. <laughs> we got Isaac. What's up? <laughs> yeah. We got Kimball. What's good? Oh, man. <laughs> These dudes. We're so grateful you're here today. Thank you so much you know, it's, for coming. It's, it's fortunate that these guys didn't grow up in the 90s like we did. Yeah. Because they would, they would already be a boy band. <laughs> That's how strong. I talked to Kimball about this. Oh. I said that is every time he says sheesh, we need to do like this little thing where there's like three or four parts and just oh my goodness, sheesh. harmony. Nobody's nobody, Wait, nobody wants thing? to do with me. I don't know. I don't know. Ice in my veins. Oh yeah. yeah. And so then you guys, yeah, it's the D'Angelo Russell, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. So you guys could totally do that when he says sheesh, you just like sheesh, 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 sheesh. They'll form. There's a video I'll have to show you guys after. But it's yeah, no, nobody wants to do it with me. Dang it! I know. That's well, okay. it's pretty lame. Someday. There's Someday a lot of things that I've actually spent to do with me, <laughs> like boy band esque. Yeah. And he just have you? Well. I think I would have been Maybe I'm down. a little too embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just, was down. Just dreams, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. dreams. Just, just pipe dreams. That's uh, okay. How do we start with these these stallions? Well, I, I like what you said. We met these guys. They, they, they all go to Stansbury High School. Reed, Isaac, and Kimball mm-hmm. are all Stansbury stallions. And um, we had an awesome opportunity to meet all three of these guys a few weeks ago when we were out at the Stansbury Seminary um, recording a podcast with or re- recording a morning site, excuse me, yeah. with the yeah. with the Stansbury Seminary Council. And that was a great experience in reading some of the questions that their community and, and student body had. And uh, we're able to, I, I, like, address those concerns. Yeah. I don't know if we did anything, if we did it well, but we, we did it. We did it. We did it. It's done. We gave answers. Uh-huh. Not sure if they're right, well, but... <laughs> it's I up to you guys. Hey, we like I them, thought they were but, good. Hey, that's all that matters. But all these three guys are part of the Stansbury group that meets out there. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of things to say about warrior chemistry, a lot of things to say about reasons for fighting. And we wanted to invite them to, to come here to share their stories and to, to give some hope and, and some ideas to you guys out there in listener land. Correct. So maybe let's start, I mean, Kimball, I think we need to start 
with you, if that's okay. Just your quick story of like how how you got to group, right? Like how did you get to a point where you're like, gosh, I need some I need some help with this this uh, porn thing. All right, so that that's kind of a funny story actually. So um um like a lot of us, I started out young. I was about nine ish. Just um I found this place where we could look up trailers for movies. And, you know, it wasn't any hard stuff, but, you know, it was enough. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Enough to be like, whoa, you know. This is interesting. This is weird. Yeah. <laughs> I should yeah. watch another one. Yeah. <laughs> I like this, but I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. God. yeah, I would wake up at like 5 a.m. and go watch them because, you know, we all knew it was like probably not the best thing to be doing. So, you know, we all feel the need to hide oh, it. Committed. A committed addiction. Yeah. 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I, yeah, I was always a energy riser, but... Usually it's just I'm, to stay up later. No, that's but a, waking up early yeah. to get to the to the prom. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at you catching the worm in the morning. Yeah, I can't. I'm so proud of him. I'm scared. Oh, I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm impressed. Uh, yeah. I'm impressed if if you know we can if you can dive into your addiction that well like like. Okay. <laughs> Reversal and, and <laughs> strong living yes. is that much more formidable. Correct. Mom, if you're listening, I promise these guys are good guys. <laughs> Sister Kimball's mom. Sister Kimball's mom. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Started early, yeah. You're nine years old, you're so waking yeah. up early, getting your hit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so yeah, that was more of just a pornography thing. Um it kinda went away for a little while. Um I got, I had Satan in my back of my head thinking all these thoughts that were just like, dude, like, what if you did this? I'm already throwing in level threes right here. <laughs> like, dude, just like you could, you know, go do this. Like with your, like your brothers, it'd be okay, you know? And I'm, I got, you know, my parents found out a couple times and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I, I didn't know. I was, mm. I was terrified. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I just like, I don't know where this came from. I didn't even know what sex was, but I'm, you know. Satan's telling me to do all this stuff, and I'm like, "What the heck?" <laughs> and so, anyway, that and then so that ended for a little while, and then about eighth grade is when it really came back. Um, that's when masturbation really came into the mix, mm-hmm. and then then I realized you could you could mix, and then then it got bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So typically, when it happens. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I struggled with that till about it was about probably January just before quarantine and um well actually and in eighth grade i went to my bishop and i'm like hey i know this is wrong i need i need to tell him about it so i told him about it and he said hey um i have this book for you and i'm like okay he's like i want you to come back for next week Hmm. and then we were gone the next week and then i'm like dude i can't get this book like he wanted me to tell my parents and i'm like no like we all we all said that we're like not doing no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll or tell you him special after. To, Satan told you, <laughs> yeah. oh, you can get it on your yeah. own. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'll tell him after. <laughs> then, yeah. then they'll be proud of me because yeah, yeah. I've overcome it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I never ended up getting the book. And I kind of came to find out later that it was later, like, Dragons of the Fight. But then my dad got called as bishop. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, Dang this it. is a sign. I've got to, you know, I've got to do this. So I went... I told my dad, went in for, well, I went in for an interview. I waited for a planned one, like I've heard people say. I got like a birthday one or something, yeah. Yeah. And he said, you know, what are you doing to avoid pornography? And I just said, man, I'm I'm not. And, you know, Mm -hmm. all the shame came. I I cried and he came over and 
he just tell I cried for like probably 15 minutes. He was probably wait super late for his next interview, but <laughs> sorry, but, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, then then my brother got his temple recommend. He's like, we should all go to the temple. I'm like, I don't have a recommend. <laughs> so then my, I went to my dad. I'm like, what do I do? And he's like, well, we should probably tell mom. Like, uh, and he said, do you want me to tell him? And I said, yeah. So I went to school. He told my mom. She texted me. She's like, hey, I heard. I just want to let you know I love you. And, of mm-hmm. course, Satan's in my head. Like, dude, how can she love you? Like, mm-hmm. all this stuff you've done, how? Like, you don't mm-hmm. you don't deserve it. <laughs> he was in my head, man. It, it's oh, pissing yeah. me off right now. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah. Um, we struggled with it through quarantine. My dad said, hey, I have this group this group that I've heard about, you should go. And I was like, well, you know, I'm not that bad. We've all heard that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't group. Group. What? So finally he dragged me in there and I kind of sat there like, okay, I'll just, I'll sit through this, whatever. And then I, a lot of stuff they were saying, I'm like, yeah, like this is very similar to what I've heard. And so I set up manpower, um, got some weird chemistry gone and, I haven't looked back since. So sick. Let's go, dog. And how many folks were at group when you started? So when I came, there was two youth and uh, two adults, two of our little facilitator guys. And so, and I I knew them both, of course. (laughs) Right. But they were, they were like, um, I wasn't really friends with them. So it was kind of, it was hard for me at first to like really Mm -hmm. feel like I could fight with these guys when I wasn't really friends with them. I didn't really know them. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we're we're growing like crazy i'm sure we're going to talk about that later but yeah and let's hear how it did grow for these two homies thank you for sharing yeah. Kimberly, yeah, your Kimberly. story dude so now how did reed and isaac get into all this how did we, how did we uh, get yeah how did we eventually get to the same same stansbury group yeah let's start with isaac um so i think my story is a lot like kimball um at the beginning at least i started when I was young, when I was about 11, that was when I was really hit hard. And for like two weeks straight, that's all I did. And it was, it was awful. It, it, it destroyed me inside. And finally, I remember just getting on my knees and, and just praying. I, I said, Jesus, I, I cannot do this. I need, I need your strength. And walking upstairs to tell my parents was just about one of the hardest things I've ever done in my entire life. Mm-hmm. But I, I tell them and it starts to get better. And then about seventh grade, it comes back hard. And I, it, I'm just losing for a year straight. And it's bad. And, and then... For the um, my dad has Parkinson's and he got um, long-term medical leave. So uh, at the time when he did, um, our parents gathered us together and they're like, "We are gonna go travel for a year." And so we went to all these amazing places: Hawaii. Um, then we went to Mexico, Texas, Florida, um, up the East Coast, and it was it was amazing. And it was during this time when I was able to tell my mom again, I, I was like, you know what, mom, I fell back into this. And so she's like, you know what? 
we're, we're going to do something about this. And so she's like, I've heard of this group and um, I think you might like it. And actually me and my older brother um, started doing online group while we were traveling. And that was, that was awesome. Oh, on that trip, like on yeah. one of those trips on, on that trip. Yeah. That's sick. So oh, was it one big trip, one big trip. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Spence just looked at me like, hey, you want to go on a trip? <laughs> you want a year-long trip? Hey, well, we can, yeah. can start the band on that trip, my dog. Yeah, could do. To be, do. To be continued. Yeah, no. Go on. But anyways, this this trip, it was really a humbling experience. I, I felt a lot like Job because I at first I did not want to go, but I feel like it was just a way of God saying, he was like, dude, you need to get your act together. And... And that was when I started doing Sons of Healman. Um, I started an online group with Chris Vassell and did it that for about two years. Um, in summer, at the end of the summer of 2018, we got back from that trip and I started high school. Um, we, and then I kept doing group. And then finally, um, during quarantine, I was like, you know what? I, I should try one of these in-person groups. See what see what they're all about. So I go to um, I go to Bountiful uh, with Chris Bynan. Shout out! He's pretty pretty great guy. <laughs> Love the awesome. dude. Um, and so I start going to his groups, and and it's amazing. I in person. Oh, it just hits different. The pizza is always better when you win it. Just saying, guys. <laughs> but anyways, and then, um, so quarantine hit, and I seem to have a lot more free time. So one night, I'm hanging out with my boy Reed, and we just get to talking. And, and I just, I lay it out on the table. I'm like, dude, I'm, this is what I've been struggling with. This is, this is the real deal. I, I've been struggling with porn and masturbation and, I, and I'm alone. And so anyways, he starts coming to group with me and it's amazing. Um, and then pretty much we, I remember um, two weeks after or so, or so um, Reed, Reed comes to me and he's like, Isaac, I just got the prompting. We need to, we need to go tell Josh, one of our friends in group, or one of our friends in cor- in our quorum, actually. And he was like, we, I feel like this is what we need to do. And so we go and we're like, so, and we, we play the, the intro to the podcast. We're like, and then the first episode and we're like, dude, this is, this is what we've been struggling with. And he's like, he's like, me too. And we were the first people he'd ever told. What? And it was amazing. And then from there, we just went on and got our quorum involved. Yeah. We, and so now we pretty much go to group with our quorum. It's so sick. It's so cool. That's what it, it needs to be a conversation that we have with our homies, right? Like, and shouts out to this guy for thinking, like, hey, we got to talk to her. And shouts out to you for having the courage to tell him. Like, <laughs> that's that's the kind of stuff we got to do, right? Like, we got to be brave. Uh, we got to we gotta tell people that are, that are close to us. So then how does that, uh, that brings you in? 
Reed. How does uh, how had porn masturbation impacted you up to that point and when when Isaac opened up? So I was first exposed when I was about eight, but I didn't really get into it until I hit junior high. Um, that's when I first like that's when I got my first phone and everything goes downhill. Um, <laughs> hit it from my parents, of course. Um, got caught watching YouTube, which was like actual YouTube, not porn or anything yet. But like they knew I was hiding something, so I'd always feel so guilty. So I like this wasn't even anything technically bad. So I knew like once I got into it, I I had to hide this like for my life, or else I was done for. So I hid it for a year and a half, two years, about I think I was fifteen or something like that. I was That's pretty deep, good. Yeah, I was good job, man. <laughs> I'm almost as proud of you as I was of Kim. You're proud of such interesting things today. (laughs) All right. Anyway, again, the ability to conceal (laughs) allows for a greater ability to To reveal, reveal, as we've already seen. With Isaac, how are you? Connection. (laughs) The opposite of addition is connection. Yes, (laughs) it is. So I was teacher's corner president feeling like I was doing a crappy job because I was I was not doing anything good for anybody and just this weight was on my mind for so long and I I finally snapped I like I couldn't take it anymore so I finally told my dad um he told me to tell the bishop of course I went and saw my bishop but like a lot of guys I don't think I had as much repercussions as I should have had like he was like okay um Maybe you don't take a sacrament for a month or two. I was like, I mean, all right. So I get it sort of under control, but not very much. I keep going back to it every once in a while. Um, and then quarantine hits, and I, I lose so much. Mm-hmm. Like, out of nowhere, I lost so many battles. I think a lot of people did. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I was downstairs alone with the computer around. I was like, yeah. this is not good. <laughs> yeah. But, of course, I wasn't going to tell my mom. I was like, heck no, I ain't telling them again. So... Yeah, I pretty much just hit it until I was hanging out with Isaac that night. He's like, dude, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I, I struggle with porn. I was like, me too. Because that entire night I'd want to tell him. But I, you were feeling too? Oh, yeah. Oh, like God. Every time somebody tells me, I'm always just like that entire time I've been feeling like I should tell him. But I, I never do because I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> that, that brings well, us what to are you, What are you scared of, do you think? Um, I don't know. Just people thinking I'm weird mm. like just people being like oh I don't like you anymore yeah, just well, because I've done something mm. has that ever happened no no people like me more not like when I tell them they're just like dude my guy like let's let's kick <laughs> this in the butt I'm like yeah <laughs> it's, it's not the the issue it's the what you're doing about it that garners <laughs> the respect exactly yeah sorry I just wanted to highlight that keep keep going with your yeah. story yeah so kind of funny because I was in group after or I guess I should probably go through that entire part um, <laughs> so he gets me to start listening to the podcast I'm addicted to that I listened to like 10 episodes in one day I think it was insane <laughs> um, we have that many it's good that you're confessing that addiction as well yeah, that's, I start, a, that's a tough one to that, quit that, like, that, yeah. that group, I, I don't mind that not group stopping meets Fridays. that one <laughs> yeah, Fridays. And, and here we are <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're here that's why we're here so I started going to the grand school group with Isaac um, that ends up shutting down and so we started going to the Stansbury group 
and that was really good and then we ended up getting our quorums and like we just keep inviting guys getting people to invite guys and I, this is just a funny story because um i got the impression that i should tell one of our friends from school but like i looked up to this dude so hard like he's the man and so I, I i was so scared so like we got him to come hang out with a bunch of the guys and we went to costa vida we got food and like the entire night kimball and isaac are just like staring at me they're just like come on dude <laughs> and just like they're dropping not so subtle hints they're just like you better freaking tell me i'm like getting there guys chill <laughs> so i end up telling him he's just like yes and like I don't, I don't know, like, just like, it was a total bro moment, I'm like, yeah, listen to the spirit, good stuff. <laughs> How did he respond? Really Dude. well, um, he's not one for showing too much emotion, so he actually came, came out and said, yeah, me too, like, that stuff sucks. I was like, dude, freaking start coming to group with us, listen to this podcast, you can kick this. And so, um, he's, he's become an ever since, yeah. So awesome. <laughs> What, what's amazing is to hear like these ripple effects and these dominoes fall to, to hear the courage that you guys have and as soon as you own it as soon as you're able to confess not to a bishop not to a parent not to the Lord even but to a peer and you just roll your sleeves back and say these are my scars this is what I'm doing with all of a sudden everybody else has permission to do the same and they do. It's absolutely amazing to me and so inspiring to see that you guys have been able to do that to change the trajectories. Because here's the thing, not all of your peers have the same family structure or or support system that you might have. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're the only active member of the church in their family. Maybe they don't have a father in the home that is you know, bearing the priesthood the way that, that they ought to. But all of a sudden, you've given them an opportunity and it sounds like most of them are taking it to do something about the sins in their life, to start repenting and start learning about about their their bodies for one, but also about the atonement and the ability to change and really repent. And young men who probably never would have been able to serve missions otherwise are going to because of your intervention. They're going to be like you're changing generations yeah. just by simply having one conversation, not one conversation, but normalizing. A traditionally taboo and difficult chat. Be able yeah. to do that. Go ahead. Yeah, the thing is, I people struggle with this. That's that's the thing, it's straight up. And everyone's yeah. secret, right? Yeah, it's crazy. And, it's, and people just want to hide it. But once you actually get it out in the open, people people want to get better. Mm-hmm. People want to recover. They want to they want to start living life as themselves and not be in bondage to this anymore. It's it's almost like everybody's been waiting. Like it's some from your stories. It's like mm-hmm. <clears throat> finally, someone has been able to turn the light on for me and open the door and let me come in and be genuine, tell my story. Yeah, please. Well, yeah. Kimble. <clears throat> and I think that we're all kind of waiting for for someone else to bring it up. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't want like, to be. I don't want to be the one. Because like what Reed and Isaac said, they've been friends forever, and like you know they both were struggling, but little do they know that. They, they could have been fighting together for so much longer. That's one thing that it just kind of, I'm kind of mad at myself, but that I didn't, I didn't, I could have found help and community so much earlier, but I waited and 
like just I think of like just young me who just, who's just suffering all this shame and all this all this self doubt to a, a good kid who's who's trying his best but Satan's just kicking the crap out of him and you know we think we're trash. Oh, and I'm just, just I'm so glad you said that, Kimball, because hopefully I think there are going to be many who are listening to this who have yet to tell someone. Right? They're listening to this podcast episode today and they're hurting. Just like little Kimball was, right? Just like little Isaac was, little, little Spenny. We all have. Did you? Little, little Wessie? Little Wessie did hurt as well. Uh-huh. No, we all did, right? And we all little did. Reed, we can't leave him. And little, little Reed. <laughs> big Reed. That's the thing. Yes, Reed. So, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, why, why fight this alone anymore? Don't do well, it. And you guys Don't probably heard the, heard the term uh, crossing the Rubicon. Have you guys heard that? The Rubicon is a river that I I need to actually look it up a little bit, but basically that term crossing the Rubicon is kind of reaching that point of no return. Okay, like you once you tell someone it's out there and they know, and like there's something so scary about that, but so liberating about it as well. Um, you guys know who Hernan Cortez is? Oh yeah. Okay. The Isaac conqueror. knows where I'm going with it. Yes. Yeah, so Hernan Cortez is a Spanish explorer. And landed where? You remember? <laughs> he landed in Mexico. Mexico? Yeah, he's Mexico. Mexico, and he conquered the Aztecs. But when he made landing on, I believe it was like near Teotihuacan, like present-day Mexican Mexico City. I don't know. I'm kind of Mexico City was yeah, yeah the city that they took over. Yeah. But as he made landing there, do you know what he did? Burned the ships. He burned the ships. Why did he do that? So they couldn't retreat. There was only one way forward. Conquering, okay. right? It's either we conquer or we will be conquered. Okay? Like, that... As far as, like, getting people to follow you, that's... Sure, I don't know about, like, best leadership skills, <laughs> but as far as, like, oh, sure absolute determination, absolute determination um, to move forward, like, there, there's no other option. Yeah. And yeah. I would... I would strongly, I would exhort yeah. <laughs> everyone listening, anyone within the sound of my voice, burn your ships. Tell someone, and if, you've, if you're already in a good place in recovery and moving forward, tell someone else. Because if you've heard from Reed, from Isaac, and from Kimball, there's always somebody else that is ready to burn theirs. Okay, they're always ready to, to say, to just like, let their guard down and say, thank you. Mm. I've been waiting. Like, I didn't know what to do, but you, you showed me. You, yes. I didn't know how. I didn't know how. Yeah. I did not know how. To your point, Wes, I love that. And I've actually thought a lot about that with um, with uh, Laban, Laman, not Laban, Laman and Lemuel, right? We can't go back to Jerusalem, right? Mm-hmm. We can't go back to where we've been. We've got to carve a path forward. And one of the great ways to do that is by being accountable to, and, and having someone else know. Mm-hmm. So dope. So, really quick question. This is not even. I mean, it's kind of. It is related. Did you guys were you guys already homies? Like, were you with Kimball, or did you guys become homies because of group? No. So me and Reed, we've we've been friends, or we were, we were kind of friends. We were in the same ward. We were acquaintances. Okay. okay. And then we started hanging out more, and then we told each other, and we became we became bros. Like, yeah. For life. That's kind of like me and friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We were more like friends in law. Yeah, we were friends in law. Yeah. yeah. We were friends of friends. Brothers. Now yes, brothers. Yes. Shake it. We shook hands. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm kind of the out, outsider, I guess you could say. Um I was I was going to Stansbury group before these guys. Um 
you know, Isaac was going to a different group and, you know, Reed was talking to Isaac, but, um, I, I'd had a class with Isaac. I'd had gym with him. I, I, I knew who he was. I knew who Reed was. We had been in a group for a dance. So we were kind of oh, yeah. like, oh yeah, this guy's, this guy's chill, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then, yeah. then Isaac shows up a group and Isaac, I, I love Isaac, but he's, he's a little over the top, you know? <laughs> so Probably Isaac shows up and he's like, yo, like he's just screwed. He's like, you guys come too? Or like all this stuff. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> come on, man. We're just, just chill a little bit. <laughs> so, but yeah, we, um, so we, we have group on Thursdays and, um, one time I think they invited me to come hang out with them and we ended up going to this Macy's parking lot and <laughs> meeting, meeting some girls that we regret but <laughs> absolute party though. Yeah. absolute party yeah <laughs> just some advice well, when third. you pack 13 guys in a 12 passenger van and you're all screaming Carly Rae Jepsen songs but you know you, it's a good you, time yeah, yeah you yeah. know it's a good time <laughs> you, it's good and and I was the one driving I didn't dude, even know there was 13 only people only in Utah until later <laughs> 12 seaters some Mormon yeah. assault vehicle seriously <laughs> <laughs> no love this like jamming. all the stick figure kids on the back. Yes. Oh, you know, yeah. And jamming a clucking baby. Oh, yes. That's the song. This is crazy. Come on, guys. We were like yeah. crushing the suspension. We're, yeah, we're in the McDonald's drive through Like, the van is bouncing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything you're guys. saying just describes Spencer. Yes. So <laughs> this is me. This is me. I love it. And then That's more people start getting yeah. in the van. Some people, like, yeah. open up the trunk. They're getting in. They're like, what the heck? Because, like, yeah. we, had a, we had a diverse group. You know, it's yeah. Yeah. We're all friends, but they're like, why? Why are you hanging out with these guys? Like, what the heck? <laughs> we're like, dude, we're just, we're just partying, and then then we found out that they come to group now too because we told uh, them. But, <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of uh, Dumb and Dumber. Pick them up. <laughs> I don't normally pick up hitchhikers, but I've got a good feeling about this one. There's some more people. Pick them up. <laughs> Oh, that is classic. <laughs> There's some more people. Invite him to group. <laughs> Seriously, though. That's the attitude, right? It's like everyone should be a group. Come on. Come on over. I love that. And that's because you dudes are dope. You're next level. And you've created an atmosphere. And I actually talked to Maurice a little bit about this on that last episode, was that going to these groups, you'd never know that these dudes str- like struggled no. with pornography. It, or, or that that group was even a pornography group. No, these are, this is like... Some of the finest men I've ever met. Yes. Like the, like the choicest of any type of community, like leaders, high performers in their field. And I think that speaks to like, of course, like part of me is like, oh yeah, why would they be there? But I guess looking at through the lens I have now is like, who else would be there? Right. Like someone who's actually taking their problem head on and working on it and like turning it into a positive almost where they yes. they have to be productive to be successful. Yes. You know, that's, that's how I view group now. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Totally. One, one thing that I've, I found that really helps me with group is that, um, and I know me and Reed have kind of talked about this is that we've kind of, we're kind of judgy people <laughs> a little bit. And so, um, I went to group and I met these kids that are, you know, like they're kind of, they're different. They're, I, I don't hang out with them. You know, they're not necessarily who I would go hang out with on a Thursday night, but, um, through group, I've really found that, you know, everyone has a story and it, we, we don't know, like we have no idea what that person's going through and to just really learn to love, love people Ooh. and to just really think about like, who, who am I to judge? You know, what yeah. the scripture with like the, who you know, the, the sliver in their eye too? and then the whole beam in yours, you know, I think about it all the time. I'm like, dude, why am I judging this guy when, 
you know, I've got my own problems too. He's got his problems and, you know, we're all trying our best. Mm. I think that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And I think that's why, um, pornography addiction, masturbation addiction for me has become this catalyst for my ability to be empathetic towards others, no matter what their struggles are. It doesn't even have to be pornography. If it's whatever it may be, there's an immediate like human connection when we are willing to just yeah. be vulnerable, share scars, and be like, dude, you got yours, I got mine. Let's help each other. Let's do it. Yeah, when you're kind of like, so that's how Satan gets you. Yes. Uh, you know. Um, I, to- I totally agree. And just giving everyone permission to be mortal and do life as best you can. Not tolerating sin, certainly not permitting it, but understanding the, the human experience and allowing people to repent. Yep. You know, I totally agree. For sure. Go ahead, Reed. You just said that's how Satan gets you. And I've learned like so many lies that Satan's told me through group because like people will be saying why they fight and then we're sparring and everything, like throwing these lies at him. I'm just like, I've heard that before. <laughs> like, that's wild. <laughs> that was in my head yesterday. And, like, I've that seen, I've seen, like, in the group chat that we have, like, I've seen how one guy will get tempted with something, then lose a battle, and then another guy will get tempted with the same thing, lose a battle, and then, like, I'll get tempted with it. I'm just like, heck out of here. <laughs> I know it's you, Satan. <laughs> that's so I love that. Yeah. You guys have, you guys have shown the way for a lot listening get to group and bring others, right? Let's make this a freaking team. It's so much easier to fight with a team. Yeah. You know, we we talked about that a lot with, um, with like Caleb and and Espen and and those dudes when we had them on. Talked about that a lot with uh, Carlisle and Hiram in their episode in season one. Um, This is just, you know, further testifies of that. Um, I wanted to ask you guys if we're good to shift gears just for a sec. Mm -hmm. We wanted to talk about <laughs> we want to talk about warrior chemistry here, and I want to understand how warrior chemistry is different in a group setting and how you guys feed off each other. Reed, Reed, Reed has had like yeah. multiple flexes and stuff <laughs> as we've talked. Like, so we've established at least in our group that there's two different kinds of warrior chemistry. Like Isaac and I, we feel. I think we call it push and where like we get really loud and like excited about everything and like we're about to punch somebody in the face if they yes yeah run through a and brick wall Kimble, yeah Kimball he I, gets I'm not he, that way <laughs> yeah he doesn't he get he's not quiet and he doesn't tear up necessarily but he's much more like more focused on others and like connecting with people and so like you can still feel like protective over people but it's not like gonna like scream your face off but like there's kind of that difference right there push so, versus pull warrior yes. chemistry okay yes. yeah so what's that like what so, is warrior chemistry like for you if it's not like yeah let's go so i'm kind of it depends on the day for me sometimes sometimes it's like with reed and them because when we get together then it rubs off and i'm like yeah let's go you know <laughs> but at group usually when i'm saying my reasons for fighting it's more like i can just feel God's love for me and other people and it's more of a how can I how can I help how can I how can I make this my brother here how can I make him how can I help him win how can I how can I just help people but like like I said it's it depends on the day it depends on the reasons yeah. um yeah but I don't know it's 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 weird 
But I'm glad you call that out because I think a lot of time we think where chemistry is this like it has to be this wild like a bro like, experience, bro, yeah. like anger or not anger, but like just so much, just like a visceral energy. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't have to be. It could be totally this like quiet, like genuine feeling of like I want to. Now that I've felt this healing in my life, I want to help others. Right, yeah. just like that tender. Yeah, there's. It's still coupled with that ferocious determination of like totally i am going to help someone no matter what yeah i like i i think we're we're talking like push warrior chemistry is like how i'm feeling it's a little bit more it's two sides to the same yeah, coin. exactly go ahead Isaac. yeah yeah like, so i think um it pretty much it two parts of warrior chemistry push and pull and the the push part is the protection mm-hmm. the I, the go crush their heads mm-hmm. the pull part is that um, the pull part is the connection, the bringing us together. Um, because on, on its own, warrior chemistry is not just anger. It's not just rage. It's, it's productive. It helps us. It connects us. Ooh. I love that. Yeah, more, Maurice talks about that a lot in our first episode with him. when he, It's season one, episode six, our most popular episode. Yeah, like if you haven't By listened far. to it, you probably have like five times, but it's yeah. like, it's so focused and dialed in and unwavering that doesn't lessen its intensity. It just bridles it and enhances it. Reed, you had something to say. Um, just thinking about it right now is like when I'm feeling where your chemistry, I'm like so focused like all of me is committed to one thing mm-hmm. like whenever i'm at school like my mind be it might be at different places bouncing around but like when i'm feeling warrior chemistry like i could stare satan straight in the face and like kill him with my eyes it just feels like all of me is just like so focused and wants like my Ooh. reasons for fighting so badly that nothing's going to stop it present you say you're you're in the moment there's nothing else than the moment it's just me and what i'm fighting for yeah yeah Yeah. i love that i'm i was just gonna say real quick i'm happy you brought that up spence because i think so much of when satan is beating us up and we're not sniping him from a distance we're letting him rent space in our head a little bit is he's taking us out of the present He's making us think about how we've screwed up in the past, how we're going to blow it in the future, whether we're, we're, we're tripping on the future of like, man, I'm never going to be good enough or, well, I'm such a screw up. I've, I've done so much wrong already. That's not focused on the present. It's not dialed in. It's not warrior chemistry. Hmm. And, it, and it, by virtue, like by definition, it can't be because it's not, it's not focused. It's not productive. Like what Isaac said, I can't do anything about the past or future. I can do right now. And that's it. Ooh. And it simplifies everything, kind of, right? It does. <clears throat> Helps us realize, like, what can I do now? We talk about notice it, name it, flip it, find it. That's a present exercise. Yes. Mm. And present with people to pull yeah. warrior chemistry, right? Like, when you're feeling that, like, I just want to help people, I guarantee, well, correct me if I'm wrong, Kimball, but like, when you're feeling that, nothing else matters but the person right in front of you. Right, it's like mm-hmm. I just want to. I just want to help. What, what's going on in your life, and all that matters is them, which is exactly how the Savior lived his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if uh, if you're doing, come follow me. Like recently, we read, um, I believe it's section forty six or fifty, and it, we're talking about spiritual gifts. Is around there. I think it's forty six. And, and um, like that is a type of spiritual gift, and it's okay if that doesn't come 
easily or naturally for you. I struggle at that. I have a hard time being super present sometimes when I'm having a one-on-one conversation. And that's something I'm working on. Spencer is incredibly gifted at that. Very, very good. In so much that when we used to carpool at work, I would get so mad at Spence because he would talk forever with people after work. And I'm like, dude, we got to get home. It's eight o'clock at night. It was never that late. But I always have admired his ability to make whoever's in front of him the most important thing in the world. Mm. And um, it, it's okay if some of these things come more easily than, than other things do. Okay. That's why we have groups is so that we can learn from each other's strengths and lend our own. Okay. Give yourself a chance to grow. Because, like, I'm here to tell you, not everything comes at once. Mm. It takes a lifetime to, to learn these, these skills and develop them. Agreed. Yeah. Um, just an example of, like, push and pull chemistry. Um, one, one reason that you could say for um, push chemistry is, you know, I fight because, oh, man, Satan messed with the wrong guy. He, he screwed me over when I was young, and that makes me mad. I want to destroy him for that. And that's why I fight. But more of a... A pole chemistry would be, you know what, I fight because I love my mom. She is an absolute angel. I fight because I want to make her happy. I love that. Thanks for giving examples. It's so good. And if you you kind of dissect those, one's focused on you and the other's focused on people around you. Hmm. Right? Interesting. Push and pull. One thing that I've kind of, I've thought about is the the push in my mind is more, um, crushing more of crushing Satan's head, but the the pull is more bringing others to Christ with you. Ooh. And we need both, right? We need, both. We need to do both. <laughs> we need to crush Satan and bring people to Christ at the same time. So, I don't know. That's just That's that just so came. Good. <laughs> That's so good. I was not prepared today to be taught so well by these young individuals. Push I'm, and pull chemistry. I'm reminded of the the phrase in the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Um. In the beauty of the lilies, Christ was born across the sea with the glory in his bosom that transfigures you and me. And then this is the phrase right here. As he died to make men holy, push, let us live to make men free. Pull. This truth is marching on. Like that whole go to war mentality of, you know, there's nothing I won't do, push. And now I'm going to live my life to the best degree possible pull and I'm bringing everybody with me. Ooh. Love that, you guys. Okay. So now this conversation has already got my, my cams going, but how would you guys say that reasons for fighting, like how do they, how do you get warrior chemistry? If you don't have it, I mean, I've kind of already talked about reasons for fighting, but how do you get it? Oh, definitely reasons for fighting. And, but along with the reasons for fighting, um, a lot of the times we struggle with reasons for fighting, or at least I do. And there are um, um, three main things that I've seen in my reasons for fighting when they're great. Um, number one is they're honest. They're, that's, that's key because I, when, when I'm being honest with myself especially, because that's the hardest one for me. When I'm when I'm being honest with myself and others, I'm able to I'm able to generate those reasons for fighting. And you, I some days, some some weeks I go to group and I, the last week just has not 
been on point. It it just wasn't where it's at. My manpower was like two out of seven. And my my reasons for fighting were not there. But then as I'm honest with myself, you know what? I, I didn't I didn't do that great. This week, you know what? I came up a little short, but I want to be better. I fight because I know I can be better. I fight because the warrior inside of me can be greater. And so when we're truly honest with ourselves, that helps us generate reasons. When And then the second thing is we just, they have to be ours. They have to be our reasons. They can't be canned answers like um i i remember my 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 intake with chris vassal i he asked me he was like isaac why do you fight why don't you just give up and um uh seventh grade me thinking i was all smart and stuff uh i said i fight to go to the celestial kingdom and boom mic drop got him (laughs) and um but he looked at me and he said no, that's not why you fight. And I remember thinking, what? I, I, I remember just being mind blown. Like, how can this guy say this? Like, this is what I've been taught to say my whole entire life. Like, I, I'm, I'm giving you what people have told me. Like, dude, this is straight up money right here. <laughs> but it wasn't because it wasn't me. And I found out, I, I found out later that I really, I I really needed to fight for me. I I fought so that I could be happy, so that I could so that I could be a better person, so that um so that I wouldn't get mad at my siblings, so that I would live at a level zero. And that's and that leads into the third thing. The third thing with reasons for fighting is they they develop, they grow as you like. They may start off. As you know what, I want to get pizza this week. I, you know what, I, I really want to impress these guys at group. And God allows us to have immature motivation. As long as we, as we start somewhere, yeah. he's okay with that. He, he, he allows that. He's, he's happy. It's the direction that we're facing that matters to him. Not, not where we, we are, where we've been. It's where we're going. And so if we're going, and if that is truly a reason that we can harness and use, then you know what? Use it. Use it to the best of your ability. Oh, just got taught. Isaac, you're a bad man. Reed? So an analogy that helped me first build my reasons a lot was um, like you have a fire. So you have kindling short-term reasons that burn really bright that you really want like for this week is being on the podcast like hanging out with some cute girls like you're always just like oh man and then like the bigger sticks not quite logs yet you're just like all right all right um when i turn 18 i want to get the melchizedek priesthood i i just did so i'm just like let's go (laughs) um like for me, one of mine is I want to go on a mission because I just got out of high school and that's like that's a real thing for me now. Um, and then some of them, like some of the logs, would be like I want to get married. I want to like I want to be the best person I can be for like the people that I meet later. Yeah. And then like social Ooh, kingdom and like everything. That. But it's it's nice to have that division to know that like you don't need 
something that's like some grand idea like you can fight for literally anything it doesn't matter just as long as it gets you going yes yeah um so i've seen like kindling really within the week like reasons for fighting tomorrow are especially potent like i know i'm gonna go tell my mom tonight if i won or lost and if i have to tell her that i lost that's gonna crush her and and that's gonna crush me that's gonna cause me so much pain to have to do that so i'm i don't want to do that um uh sticks are more like within the month you know what i i have this school dance i'm going to in a few weeks <laughs> uh i i want to be the best date i can be i want to i want to not set off her creepy guy detector um i want to be able to mosh hard <laughs> yeah, about really hard, hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and then logs or more of those like those like going to heaven getting married in the temple those those are great ones yeah not that any of them are right or wrong, right? You, but you need all of those. Mix them all in, and I love the idea that it has to be yours. Be personal. Mm-hmm. So how many times you've been in group, and you hear the same, like, I fight, uh, to, like, whatever. I don't even, I can't even think of a good example. But just the road. For, for my future wife. Yeah. No. We hear that one yeah. so much. I'm just like, guys. It's, it's not a bad reason. No. Yeah. But I've fought for my future wife and lost. Right, that a reason is not a good reason if it doesn't produce results. Ooh. Okay, so if you're saying like, man, I've got my reasons for fighting, and and you look back and you're like, man, I'm just throwing a whole bunch of logs on there. Um, you, you can't start with just a log, right? Like you need to start. And I've noticed a lot of people, including myself, struggle if my reasons for fighting are too long term or not immediate enough to help me focus. Again, talking about future tripping versus just being in the present. Um, but also like if you're just, if you don't have logs, if you don't have sticks that kind of are longer term, it can be exhausting to turn over those reasons for fighting daily or even weekly. Mm. Um, so it's, I, I really appreciate you guys talking about that mix. It's really important. Yeah, that's a, that's a really key part of it and I would say just in addition to that that if it doesn't incite warrior chemistry right what do you feel when you think of these reasons does it spark something right or is it just like no like it's gotta it's gotta spark something would you agree yeah you have to be so committed to your reasons and that's why it's important that they're your reasons because if somebody else comes up with reasons for you you're just like oh that's cool you don't care but if something if if it's something that you truly care about then you're gonna fight for that because i was in ballroom last year and like the entire year i was like there's no way in heck i'm setting off my partner's creepy guy detector that'd be the worst Mm -hmm. so like for the longest time i've been like there's no way i am not losing so good. nice, dude. I love that. Well, and one thing me, me and Reed were talking about this earlier today, actually, is that it's not just reasons for fighting to beat porn and masturbation. I mean, those are those are really important, but you need reasons for fighting for everything you do in your entire life. Because if you don't, why are you doing it? Why do you care? Oh, like, who so cares? Good. Who cares if Spencer wants me to go, you know, run run a marathon? If I don't want to do that and I don't have reasons for fighting for it, I'm not going to do it. It's gotta be, yeah. That's you've got so... to want it, and it has to work for you. Because one thing I've heard is that, like, 
you know, maybe Reed's reasons for fighting, like the creepy dad detector with Barum. I'm not in Barum. You know, that's not a reason for fighting for me, but it works for him, and that's what matters. Mm -hmm. I love it. Back to that results the thing that Wes said. Yeah, a, a good litmus test, and Spence, you've talked about this, and maybe you can walk us through it, is ask yourself why, right? So, Kimball, what's, what's one of your reasons for fighting right now? Um, right now, um, I'm really fighting because this is, this is my first full summer that I'm fighting like I'm actually trying to fight. And, you know, we're all aware summer's coming. Girls are wearing less and less clothes. <laughs> and I fight because I don't want to let that dictate whether or not I lose a battle. I like that. I'm not going to let just because some girl is wearing short shorts decide whether I go look at porn or not. I'm that it's going to be because I mean, I'm never going to choose to look at porn, but it's going to be because of something I did or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then another level is asking. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why again? Why is that so, important to you? Yeah. Why is it important to you? I mean, so yeah, the exercise to go through is to ask again, right? Mm-hmm. So why, why is it important to you that, that, uh, you don't go look at porn after seeing a, a cute girl in short shorts? Well, Taking it back to the our seminary thing that we that posted a couple of weeks ago, um, what Wes said that I really really stuck with me is that we can't let Satan spend our time. We decide how we spend our time, and when we lose battles, we're letting Satan spend our time. And one thing that I found is that sometimes I think I'm so busy, but in reality, I'm not. I'm just sitting around like, oh, I you know I have a, I have a game later today or whatever. I'm so busy, I don't have time. I don't have time to make time to read my scriptures, or whatever. I've heard so many people say that. I said it, but in reality, we we have time. We just have to make it, and we have to want it. We have to have reasons for fighting, like we said earlier. Oh, it's so, so good. So even then, why is it important for you to not let Satan spend your time? Because man, life is too short. Like I said earlier, I could have been doing so much good as as a younger kid, but instead I, w- I was looking at porn, man. Mm. Why do you want to do good? Why why do you want to do because do good doing things? good makes me feel good <laughs> and brings me closer to my savior, and that's what it's all about, man. So each of these levels continue to foster that warrior chemistry, right? If you get to a why and you can't keep going, you need a new reason. Yeah. Right. Like, like that's, it's not enough. Yeah. It's not going to carry you through a week. You know, it's, it's so reevaluate that. Oh, that was, so that was dope. awesome. Thanks, man. You're, you're the dopest. This has been amazing. I have been well fed and I think the only thing left that would feed me even further would be to hear why you guys fight. I want to hear Like we've been talking about these reasons we've been talking about, you know, warrior chemistry um, why do you guys fight? Let's should we? Uh huh. I think we should. I do too. Reed, why do you fight, man? Why don't you just give up? Like it's just this is hard. Like I don't, like why? And everyone you, does it. Yeah, it's like it's not even a big deal, <laughs> dude. You've seen how many bros like that are struggling with this. It's good. And they're like, fine. Good. And they're they're fine. They're great kids. I fight because I've tried that already. I hated it. Hmm. I gave up, and it wasn't worth it. I fight because I always want to improve. These guys have given me so much crap in the past week for not getting manpower done. It... Oh, man, gets me so mad. Like, we called them out in group. <laughs> oh, stupid. Anyway, I just fight because I know if I'm not 
winning, then I'm not what I can be for somebody else. Because if I wasn't winning, I never would have gotten any impressions to tell anybody else. And that means they would still be losing. It, I fight because I have way too many things to do. Like, Satan's not spending my time. I want to go and help other people. I, I fight so that I can be called on mission and be worthy for that because that was never a dream that I had until this past six months. Like, I never thought I could get there. Mm. So I fight because I can. I fight because I don't want to not to. Man, love that. Isaac? Yeah. Isaac? Why do you fight? Why won't you give up? Thanks for asking, Wes. Um, I fight because... I fight because I want to be a good father. I fight because I want to be a good husband. I never want to have to look my wife in the eyes and tell her that I lost. I fight because because I have no desire for that pain. I have no desire to cause my wife and future children that hurt. That pain that tears you apart inside. I don't want that for them. I fight because I am a warrior, a son of God. That is who I am. I fight because, man guys, I fight for my savior Jesus Christ because one day I will meet him and I will look him in the eyes and I will say, thank you. And I will say, I tried. I will tell him that I put in my effort for him and I fight so that I can go to the temple. I fight so that I can raise my hand and say, having been commissioned of Jesus Christ and be worthy for that. And that is why I fight. And that is why I don't just give up. Oh my gosh. Love these boys. Love them, man. Kimball, bring us home, my dog. Why bring do us on home. Are you, are you already giving us a few? <clears throat> a couple. Just a taste just, of the glory. See what it tastes We did see what it tastes like. It tastes pretty good. I had, to, pretty I had good. to work Ten. nacho libre in the summer. Pretty good. not better than they were the Lord's chips. All right, Oh, my gosh. Why do you fight, brother? Man, I fight because this, I've spent too much time in my life. Well, not even me. I haven't been spending my time. That's really what it comes down to. Is I, I, I came, I let Satan in my life and I said, you know what? Go for it, man. <laughs> I, I tried. I'm with Reed here. I, I gave up and it wasn't worth it. It wasn't. I've never wanted to lose I've never that's never been a desire for me really and I fight to keep it that way I fight because there's so much good that we can do there's so many people we can bring to the Savior there's so much that, that there's people that just don't know they're suffering and Satan is Satan is beating the crap out of them telling him you you are wrong and I fight to come to them and say, you are not wrong, but you did wrong. And you know what? Me too, man. And I'm doing something about it. And I've, I've found the path back to Jesus. And you know what? Let, let's go. Let's, I'll take you with me, man. <laughs> let's get it. Let's go. 
You dudes. So blessed. Can you can you believe these young men? Can you I believe- can. I do believe them. I do believe them when they tell me their reasons. I do. And I... Oh, man. I'm just filled. Yeah. Like, it, is it any wonder that the Stansbury group has exploded? No. Nope. Nope. Because you've got stellar... Warriors, stallions. like these. You guys are stallions. Stallions, cowboys, buffalo. All welcome. Stallions. All welcome. Group. <laughs> I think it's all stallions except for Eric. Yeah. We have, we have a cowboy in there. We do have Ooh, a cowboy. Wow. One cowboy in there. That's Good awesome. Man. You guys are amazing. No, we, have, we have some from Tuella. We do. Do you? Yeah, Landon. Landon's from Tuella. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, we, got, we got him off. We got him awesome. off. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Yeah, shout out to Landon. Stansbury group. Stansbury. Tuella County. Just <laughs> the best. Taking on Satan. That's Love right. It. That's right. Guys, you can do this. All of you listening to this, um, you don't have to be alone anymore. You don't have to do this alone anymore. Please don't. Please don't. Don't continue to suffer unnecessarily and let Satan continue to keep you on the ropes. Like it's time to time to punch back. I'll take it a step further and say you you can't fight alone because there are people that need you. Yeah. Ooh. That that need you to say, "Hey, come with me to group." Right? Like there's there's or or just someone that you need to confide in that allows them to start to heal in whatever way they need help with. Um you you do not have the luxury of of anonymity anymore or 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 just hiding like yeah life's too short like Kimball said burn the ships burn the ships be that guy be the one who tells the other people yeah Yeah. we're all waiting for someone else just be that guy be that guy who goes brings them all in the van and says you know what we go to group come with us let's party baby (laughs) let's party yeah I think Satan's always gonna try to shame us from the things we've done like that's never gonna change it's been the tactic he's used on everybody there's always something you can change. There's something that you can do right now that can help you be better. You just have to commit. Just do it. Love it. We love you guys, too. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Next week, it's probably going to be pretty good. Pretty good it's going to be.